1: back to the fantasy football report week two it's a busy week i'm here as always with hassan and we have a special guest with us today stefan Leco. how's it going i am doing all right i've
2: tilted enough that i'm back i think i'm straight now um it's been a rough it was a rough morning for me
3: with a lot of ravens bets that uh, just went sideways uh yes uh, mm-hmm. So the Ravens for me, that was actually a pretty good game. Uh I I, I did not bet any of the overs on the, res- on the receivers there. So that that, that kind of sucked. But I had Miami plus three and a half, so that was easy money. Um how, I'm how, actually, can, you,
2: how can you say that was easy money? You are down twenty-eight points. <laughs> easy money. Easy
3: sometimes, money. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta Gotta, gotta get out there and smell the roses and, and, and play a little bit of golf. And then when you come back, you all of a sudden you're looking at it. And you're like, wow. Um, <laughs> it was easy money. Uh, no, I'm just messing around. We were really fortunate to win that one. Um, I, I, I'm still tilting because our, our, our Pentagon main event squad that we've got with uh, the ship chasing guys is uh, we lost last week uh, um, as the second highest team with the second highest points. And this week we got nothing out of out of a bunch of players who we're gonna talk about, um, and I'm gonna force you guys to talk about them. I don't really want to talk too much about Juju Smith-Schuster because like we saw that on Thursday night, but um, I wanted to actually, yeah, we can first we, we we can actually before we get into this into this team specifically, I wanted to get into um, Trevor Lawrence's day over the over the Colts uh, he completed 25 of 30 pass attempts for 235 yards and two scores in the Jaguars is week two win over the Colts um, I don't think that he is particularly good beating up on like uh, I mean the Colts who are out Michael Pittman I mean Matty Dust is they, that team in my opinion is not particularly good Chris Ballard and Frank Reich like that to me uh, we've been let this be known that the road report has been against that bearing for the last probably two and a half years is that like, we know the, 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 the mainstream of uh, NFL media wants you to believe that they're actually sharp or good or whatever, but we on this program have been saying that they're very unsharp for bringing back these uh, second or third washout you know, like, like quarterbacks who are veterans who are on the, the third team now and trying to make this experiment last. So um, i wanted to get your guys' thoughts here with the Colts. Like, you know, is there any way to look forward for Matty Dust? Uh, what's going on?
2: Well, first, I just have to show you a little something something here. You Let's probably have never had a Jacksonville Jaguars fan on the show before, but here we are. Very it's true. a it's a day of firsts. I've no, also never been proud to be, I've never been proud to be a Jags fan. That's been a long time. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Matt Ryan looked terrible, and that offensive line did not do him any favors today. He was getting Bull rushed and didn't know what to do with it. He was dancing around in the pocket, throwing picks. Um, I had like the interception prop that was easy money today. He just like he looks done. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 not ideal.
1: Yeah, he's kind of looked. I mean, last year he did not look good either. I think that's you know it was surprising that the Colts even even were were uh, okay running him out there in in <laughs> this season, given how bad he was last year, but. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of sad to see him uh, out there throwing passes. I mean, in terms of Trevor Lawrence, I mean, I was about ready to give up after the season he had last year. Even though year 2 is typically the year we see quarterback breakouts, but um I don't know, is this an encouraging stat line? He only attempted 30 passes, so you don't necessarily expect a ton of uh, you know, yardage, but mistake-free in a way. Um Stefan, you said
3: that you're the you're a Jags fan, right? So I wanted to get your thoughts on them still throwing, despite being up multiple scores. Like, do you think that's a little bit of stat batting there?
2: I think that's just Peterson doing his thing. Like, I don't think he wants to, especially like when we saw what happened. Uh, I'm not saying that the Ravens took the foot off the gas, but um, you, you, the NFL teams can come back awful quick, and they have. Um, I mean, I guess they don't have the weapons today. They have Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> um, but you don't want to slow down. I think the craziest stat to me in this game is, do you know, without looking, without cheating, you probably already know, uh, but who led the team in targets today? Uh, without was,
3: cheating, uh, let me just guess. It was... Um, if it wasn't Christian Kirk, who was it? It was Evan Ingram. Oh, wow. <laughs> Eight targets, seven
2: receptions, 46 yards. Uh, I was using... You guys, you guys besmirched the great Hayden Hurst last week, and... <laughs> I love Hayden Hurst and, and Evan Ingram. I'm the only one out there that still likes these guys. Um, but like if you punted tight end, I think Evan Ingram, um, he's going to get work. It's not going to be prolific and you're going to have some frustrating weeks, but for a, for a floor play uh, you could do a lot worse. Cause he is going to see some, some work in the middle of that field.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ingram uh, he was obviously someone that we were, we were pretty high on when he was uh, uh, much younger with the giants, but kind of, hasn't had the best injury luck and uh it's hard to sometimes get back on these guys after so many years. But I think the one of the most problematic things from this game for me is how kind of bad ETN looked and also how little he's being used. So is that uh you know, ETN is a guy that I was drafting on a lot of a lot of high stakes teams. and where should I be? Blair it doesn't
2: it doesn't help that James Robinson uh, looked pretty good in Spurs. Although right. he didn't look great. I mean, he had that one real nice run for the touchdown, but other than that,
3: it but, was kind of rough. So I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh, yeah, but like James Robinson is coming off an ACL, I mean an Achilles tear, and he's playing ahead of Travis Etienne, right? Like Stefan, I know you write the college the 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 the, the, the CFB DFS um column here. You're you're clearly plugged in, like what what changed? Like here and like we have in his pro in ETN's prospect profile, you've got a guy who looks like he should be in that Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift caliber of player, and here he is looking more like um, man I. I honestly couldn't even tell you. He just looks like he—he he looks like a shittier Eno you know, Benjamin. That's what he looks like. <laughs> well, I—I I, I wasn't Eno you know, Benjamin truther when he came out. Uh, I,
2: I was—I was the only one writing articles on him uh, as a prospect. That's probably not true, but uh, I hated the draft capital anyway. Yeah, Etienne—it's a real bummer because he—he he has the skill set. You do have to wonder what it's like. Um, he also was out last year with an injury. Um, new new head coach. So. It's new for everyone. I'm not exactly sure if, yeah. I mean, the three targets is really what's uh, it's pretty upsetting in that. But again, they were playing from they're they playing with the lead the entire game. Like they shut them out. So uh, does the game script change at all? I don't know. Or 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 does his role change with a different game script? We don't know yet. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a little disappointing because uh, I know I was hoping that he would be something. And I honestly didn't think James Robinson would be the type of guy they wanted to give 23 carries to in a game. I thought they would want to
3: ease him back in. And, like, to your point, the fact that he's not, like, maybe that is a red flag.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, because, like, because the like, ETN is coming back from a Liz Frank issue, which I know it has its own issues. I'm not a doctor. So I'm just sort of hi- hypothesizing just on, like, from what we know from, like, historical injuries and recovery rates. But, I mean, with, 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 with Cam Akers, you're seeing that he's kind of, you know, ceding big dog status to, to the real big dog there in Durrell Henderson. But, um, no, it I mean it is what it is, I guess, with, with ETN. Um, I will say Christian Kirk, a lot of people mocked that contract, but we here at Rhodeves really did like Kirk as a prospect. Uh he may have had the one season with with the Cardinals, but like keep in mind that was because there was a lot of injury issues with him. Uh he looked pretty good balling out, didn't he, today? Yeah, and last week too.
2: He looked good last yeah. week too. I think I think um, he's a really good wide receiver. I don't know if he keeps this up, but uh, there's not a whole lot of other options there. Um, I mean yeah. Zay Jones and yeah.
3: So Marvin Jones. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean only on the only on the Colts' side I only had like one note and it's about like Paris Campbell. He just despite Michael Bittman being out, this guy did not get any targets. So like, he got like two. Um the is the dream dead? Yes. Like dead, right? Been dead. Yeah. been dead. Yeah, he's 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 clearly <laughs> a drop because we have him. No, we don't even have him on our, on, on, our, on our main team anymore, our main event team anymore. So, I, I
2: tried to slide so. him into a couple of DFS lineups today just to get yeah. exciting. Yeah. And,
1: uh, that was a terrible choice. Well, yeah. it's interesting seeing these guys, Ashton Doolin and Patman getting, getting these targets, but with just how bad this team looks and especially with how bad Ryan looks, I don't even know if, if guys with, you know, even if they're getting the targets, I don't know if you can pick them up. Does do you think the the Matt
2: Ryan situation is it make you all nervous for Jonathan Taylor moving forward? Um or is it too I, I, early that's a good question.
3: That. I don't think so. I think it's a little early. Cause like once you take him, truly take him away, like it's it's a little difficult. I mean, like I would say like the same level of risk, I guess, or or concern should should eventually also apply to um TMC, right 'Cause cause he's not like you you're looking at a guy who's hypothetically supposed to command all these targets, but CMC is not getting these targets as much as he used to. Um, and we could probably swing on over to that game because I wanted to discuss DJ Moore, who caught three of six targets for 43 yards in a TD um, in, the, in the Panthers' week two loss to the Giants. So touch a little bit of Baker. The, we can see now why he was traded for how little he was traded for. <laughs> um, uh, CMC managed to grind it out. He got 102 yards on the ground. You know, still saw five targets. Got four of those for 26 yards. Like these, like neither him nor JT have truly returned that 101, one or two kind of capital. Especially when you're looking at guys at the 103. With with you know, with Cooper Cup going off yet again today. For those listening to this on audio, uh, he got 11 of his 14 targets for two scores. Right. So you're looking at these two early, like these two running backs who are going very early, who have yet to deliver the kind of ceiling that Cooper Cup has pretty much single like he's given you two week winning week winning performances.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's really puzzling, I think, seeing this stat line from McCaffrey. When you watch him play, he still looks good. Like he still looks explosive and like he's one of the best on the field. So why aren't they throwing him the ball, right?
3: Yeah, and, and like and like is also explosive, right? Like and, and Joshua makes uh Joshua McKerty makes a really good point in the chat saying that it's funny that Jt CMC and Barkley are on teams with really bad quarterbacks because like there's one thing that these guys do is like they tend to check down a lot more often to the running back or uh, to the running back options, especially when your wide receiver core is as thin as it was for the Colts today. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sort of confused as to why CMC drew five targets but Jt only drew the one. You know, um, because I think Jt can be just as explosive in space, but I'm, now I'm just ob-
1: obsuffocating like the conversation here just about these two RBs. <laughs> no i think that makes sense it seems like the colts would want to lean more on taylor the panthers would want to lean more on mccaffrey uh, well
2: yeah. i even yeah and i i thought with Pittman being out we'd see uh jonathan taylor involved in the passing game even um but no like one target one reception um yeah. it's not what i wanted to see today <laughs>
1: yep it's bad it's, it's bad but talented teams and also bad coaching
3: yeah yeah, um, I will say the Giants are two and zero. I mean, I mean, so 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 Robbie keeps sort of doing Robbie things. Robbie Anderson, you think? Do you guys think he's having a bit of a career revival here? I still have him on a lot of dynasty teams, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'd love to see it, but I don't know.
2: I don't know if there's going to be um, other than DJ Moore, who we love. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone else to really trust here on a week in week out basis. So I, I'm hopeful.
3: hopeful is the wrong word I would love to see it I'm not expecting to see it yeah um and then just just wanted to swing this over to Barkley so Barkley also did okay he had 21 carries for 72 yards but and he had four four targets three caught three of those for 16 yards um so Barkley is is a bit of a reason because I just wanted to bring up so Sterling Shepard also coming off an ACL I mean an Achilles tear caught six of his 10 targets for 34 yards um Kadarius Tony is uh pretty dusty right now three targets caught two for zero yards very impressive (laughs) and and Kenny Galladay is gone like 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 that's it like it's you you know Kenny more like Kenny (laughs) Galladay
2: yeah (laughs) did you hear on the broadcast they're like oh Kenny Galladay just checked in (laughs) they were like surprised to see him on the field like well that's probably not ideal (laughs) like oh who is this man out here again and he was like the truth for a minute oh it's so sad
1: yeah. Yeah, this is another case where you would expect them to be throwing a Barkley a lot more. He had four targets which uh not what you want to see if you drafted him. I mean, even at even at the end of the first, that's not what you want to see. So, I'm a little worried that the Giants keep winning, they might think they're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, the Giant from a real life
3: perspective, the Giants are winning, right? I think I, mean, they, I think their fans are happy. And he got right. seven
2: targets last week. Like he, he right. was involved in the passing game. So I don't think it was, I, I'm still, I'm still like, I bought a lot of Saquon this off season. I Sam. tried to trade for him. I have him in like redraft. I played him in DFS back to back weeks. Like I'm all in on Saquon and I, I feel pretty pleased so far. I'm not, I'm not worried at all. Um, I think, I think it was a smart investment and I think, I think he's going to get the work. And I think today uh, it was just a, a tough day and I think there'll be more weeks that we're super pumped about than days like today, and even today wasn't terrible.
1: Yeah,
3: um, I, I, I I can't not do this. Richie James is he a thing? Do we need to actually start picking him up?
2: <laughs> I almost bit <spit> my drink. <laughs> six, six six targets,
3: five for fifty-one. I mean, look, look, like 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 Kadarius Tony, despite being a sophomore player, like is in this Brandon Ayuk doghouse kind of situation, right? But I mean, it's like, like Richie had, James is getting work. Like, yeah. Is, he had
2: six targets last week too.
3: Yeah. There's, <sighs> I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. This doesn't make for very compelling radio, but I guess, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but that's back-to-back weeks with six targets. Um,
2: so there, there yeah. might be something there. It's early. I don't, I think it's a lot of like empty calories if you, if you, if you will, but um, for PPR, like you probably can do a
3: lot worse. Paul's and, asking how many I mean, Calpits Cal, Cal jokes he's missed. Paul, <laughs> none. We're, we're saving like 30
1: minutes for that. <laughs> I think if your team is in, a, is in a place where Richie James would help you, then you've got... <laughs> man, you're, you're like listening. Well, you're listening to the
3: right show because <laughs> we will help you understand why that's a bad sign. <laughs> so don't make those mistakes next year. Um, all right, uh, enough of these like terrible games. Let's let's talk about that Ravens Miami game. I mean, so Tyreek Hill got 11 of 13 targets for 189 yards and two scores. But I mean, Jalen Waddle also got. I'm sorry, I got to pull up his game log here. 17 targets, I think, if I remember correctly. Also 11. 19. 19, oh, 19, 19 targets. Ooh. 19. He oh. caught 11 of those for 171 yards and two scores. Um, Blair, as as the resident Ravens fan. How bad did it feel watching this? Mm. And also, what do you make of Raheem Mostert out carrying Chase Edmonds today?
1: So I'm definitely here for Mostert being the the guy in Miami. I have a, drafted a ton of him. I also drafted a ton of Jalen Waddle this off season. So it was kind of uh, it was kind of hard to. Well, it was. I'm happy for him that he did so well. Sad that he beat the Ravens, but. Um, it's a weird day for me. Like, I didn't know whether to cheer in the last, on that last touchdown or, or scream at the TV. It was... I mean, I, I like,
2: screamed for you. If it yeah, helps, I screamed you for you.
3: <laughs> credit credit where it's due to, uh, to Mike McDaniel, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, like, they're clearly taking advantage of the fact that was a very accurate short passer. And they're giving and they're surrounding him with playmakers who are... Fast motherfuckers, right? Like, I I don't know how else you describe a receiving core of Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Raheem mustard as anything but fast. And then also calling them motherfuckers because they're so fast that, like, like legitimately, I'm just expressing expressing the frustration of, of probably the cornerbacks who are dealing with
1: this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't expect both of these guys to go off for these kind of stat lines every week, but I mean. Seeing this game, at least, I think has to make you feel comfortable. If you have them both on the same team, you can start them at the same time, right? I mean, yeah. This, uh, yeah. My, I think Baltimore is probably not uh, like they're not necessarily a scary passing defense, um, but, but still, this is very encouraging for the Miami guys. Yeah, it was fun.
2: Um, it was fun watching them air it out too. And and Tua did hit Tyreek on a on a deep ball. He did kind of underthrow him, but Tyreek yeah. was so wide open. But my yeah. God, what what a great, what a great game for Tua and Waddle. I, I kind of loved it, just the Alabama connection. Uh being a college football uh degenerate like I am. Uh it was fun seeing them uh get get back together. And man, I, I had a lot of Tyreek Hill in DFS. He was in a lot all my cash lineups. Um nice. and at first I was like Jalen Waddle, no, and then I was like, Yeah,
3: there apparently there's enough for everyone. Like, who cares? Let's go. But it it hurt me too. It hurt me. Lamar, I mean, Lamar just he had this phenomenal 79-yard touchdown run, like longest of his career. He just put together like he he's put together like a slate-breaking performance. Like if you didn't have him in DFS, you're dusted. Uh, I had him, I had him in Tyreek Hill. I don't check it until the end
2: because I don't want to jinx it, but I'm I'm feeling good sitting here. I'm feeling pretty good.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 very fair. Um, and then Rashad Bateman had a big game. Um, and Isaiah Likely actually also worked in as a rookie tight end. So I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that because that's very interesting. We saw a lot of late steam on him, like and the, towards like after around when like preseason started. So. Is this earlier than you guys expected him to actually start playing this season like and start
1: producing like reasonable, flex-worthy scores in FFPC? I don't think so. I mean, he looked good in the preseason, and the other thing is, like, who else are they going to pass to? I mean, Devin DuVernay kind of came on uh, last week to catch some passes. He also had a return touchdown today, but outside of Bateman and Andrews, there really is no one else, so they needed you know, need likely to step up as soon as possible.
2: Yeah. He saw four targets last week. I know he didn't uh, ha- have any production, but uh, he he did have a few opportunities. I think with the, with the expectations of him being like a, uh, like what you're setting the stage to be. Absolutely. I don't think in, in most formats, I don't think Isaiah likely is someone that uh, anyone should feel comfortable starting
3: in most formats. <laughs> yeah yeah If if but like i'm feeling pretty good having him on some ffbc best ball rosters is, is 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 i'm pretty happy with that if that makes sense yeah for sure and he's he's super athletic i mean he's he
2: looks amazing uh running routes and it's it's fun seeing him involved this early and i'll be curious i'll be curious to see what happens when uh jk gets back because um yeah. they they just didn't even try to run the ball much i mean uh, Lamar led them with with nine attempts. Kenyon Drake had six. Kenyon Drake had six rushing yards for, I mean, six rushing attempts for eight yards. I, I remember last year people were nervous that Kenyon Drake was gonna keep Josh Jacobs from producing. Kenyon Drake is a very bad running back. We should never be worried. So when J.K. gets back, very <laughs> curious to see uh, how this offense changes um, or if this offense changes. I, I definitely think. um
3: You'd like to see a little bit more from your from your uh, quote unquote lead back. Yeah, yeah, and and just before before we move on, like just a Justice Hill was in there. Just want to say, hell yeah, hell yeah. That's what was, should be happening. That's what should be <laughs> happening. This it's just, been this like years it. coming. It's been years coming. This is this is the season where all the all the where we all the guys who we once rostered are coming out, boys. This is it. Well, seriously uh,
2: though, like if you look like he should be getting the work. Like it mm-hmm. shouldn't be going to Drake. It shouldn't be going to Mike Davis. It should all be going to Justice Hill until JK Dobbins is back because these other guys are trash. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I, I love Harbaugh. I think he's a fun coach. Great yeah. job. I just don't understand what he's doing with his running backs right now. Yeah. And hey, last year hey, too.
3: Look, 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 look. It's it's really, really unfair of you to say that because that's really insulting to trash. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Some of the rookies really, really balled out this week, but none balled harder than Garrett MFing Wilson, right? He got eight of his 14 targets for 102 yards and two scores in the Jets' week two win over the Browns. He actually single-hand, he caught that game-winning touchdown. Um, I don't have much to say except for Garrett MFing Wilson. So does anybody else have anything to add here?
2: Just a couple of exclamation points, maybe. I mean, he um, and
3: last week, last week, he
2: he didn't have a baller day, but he had eight opportunities. Like, um, Travis and I, like, we keep track of all the rookies on our college Canton show. And, um, he was one of the guys that we were like, man, we, we think if, if anyone is worried at all, like, we're still buying in. And Joe Flacco is not a huge downgrade for Garrett Wilson. Um, like, he's still going to feed him the ball. So we're really, we were really excited about him. And then to see him produce today was absolutely phenomenal. He is, uh, he was my wide receiver too um, last season. Uh, coming mm-hmm. into the class, Drake London was number one for me, um, but man, he's he's looking really, really good. I'm excited. Uh, I have quite a bit of Garrett yeah. Wilson, and he looks he looks fantastic. By London the way, Joe
3: King too. Yeah, no, but I was yeah. going to say Joe King makes a really good point here. Brees Hall looked quick. He looked good. Looked really good. Um, oh, no, that's he, right. He caught
1: a touchdown as well.
3: Yeah. Um and,
1: any, and he's any, another any... guy
2: who had 16 opportunities last week. Another guy who had a lot of chances to to produce for us in his first game. I, I was surprised, like last week, like, oh man, Michael Carter got oh a lot of work.
1: God,
2: I was like, of course, Michael Carter got work. Um, I wasn't expecting Brees Hall to jump in this quickly and to see how much work he's getting this early. I'm
3: super stoked for Brees Hall. Yeah, like he ripping off seven, seven, seven point one yards per carry. Um, And then, you know, I mean, I mean, Michael Carter is clearly the receiving guy, but I don't know
1: how long that really lasts. Um, Joe Flacco threw four TDs today, which is crazy. Is it a concern that Hall went from having 10 targets last week to only only one today? I don't Um, know. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather not see that,
2: but
3: it's hard to say. Not not, I mean, the the thing is, this team really loves Tyler Conklin. He got nine targets. That's that's the craziest thing I've ever said in my life. This team loves Skylar Conklin. Yeah, I mean, when you can, you got to, right? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So, like, sorry, you were saying, back? Well,
1: I'm just wondering if after this performance and seeing kind of how uh, how Atlanta struggled today, does it change the way you would have these two rookies ranked, London and Wilson?
2: For 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 this year, I think Garrett Wilson for sure, and maybe yeah. long term as well. But I don't think Mariota or Desmond Ritter is going to be the future here. I think there's a reason, like the fact that I mean, I love Mariota. I'm an Oregon fan, go Ducks. Um, so Marcus Mariota can do no wrong. He's already done enough for me. Um, but if you're letting Marcus Mariota start over Desmond Ritter after like going into next week, there's nothing wrong with Desmond Ritter. Like it's just that's just mm. what I believe. I think we see Bryce Young or Stroud um, in this Atlanta office next year. And I'm very excited for a Kyle Pitts, Drake London, uh, CJ Stroud, and then some other guy that they bring in. Um, it's or Calvin Ridley. I doubt he comes back to play
3: for them, but it could be fun. What um, is there to get hype about, like, Kyle Schitt's, though? Like, he really like hasn't lived up to his billing. I mean even today he commanded three targets and he caught two of those for 19 yards like you know like he saw a lot of steam late like uh we were we were taking him over Mark Andrews right like we wanted to buy into it but like the fact that you know Drake London hasn't played much didn't play much in the preseason and shows up and is now destroying worlds in the NFL is is very difficult I mean This guy is getting out, like he's getting the same number of targets as Kadaral Hodge. Like Kadaral Hodge was a a guy from like Game of Thrones,
1: wasn't he? Like season (laughs) one? Sure. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, obviously you love to see Drake London having a game like this. Um, It's, I guess it's weird that Atlanta only attempted 26 passes, even though they were losing most of this game, all of the game, probably. I didn't see the whole thing, but um, I'm losing by a lot for a large part of it. So uh, the game plan doesn't exactly make sense to me. Obviously, that has something to do with why Pitts doesn't have more than three targets, but definitely would like to see him be more involved than a lot of these other guys. I mean, you know, Patterson and Algier both getting 10 carries in this sort of game script, I think doesn't make sense. Kyler Murray's
3: trying to tie this game into overtime. It was a
1: ridiculous, just a
3: ridiculous (laughs) sequence here in Arizona, Vegas. uh, For those of you who are listening at home, uh, listening to this, the Cardinals just could not score. And Marquise Brown let a, let a, let a touchdown bounce off his chest. Cliff, (laughs) Cliff is calling plays as if he has an idea of what he's doing, but he doesn't. Like, this is just a man holding up a Burger King menu and ordering in a drive-thru right now. Kyler, Kyler took off all on his own on a broken play to score this like potential game time touchdown um <laughs> you love so you this can game. hear us so you can hear us react to this in lifetime as we as, as we tilt uh Drake london um i uh, just to bring this a little bit back on track here um I want to talk about a little bit about another rookie wide receiver who we were pretty hype on was Chris Olave, who caught five of his thirteen pass attempts for eighty scoreless yards in the Saints. Says week two loss to the Buccaneers. I believe Jameis Winston is playing through injury right now, um, but it's very interesting to see Olave um, commanding such a such a large target share very very early because for starters he out he got, he got earned more targets than Landry, who was the the lead guy in the clubhouse last week, and Michael Thomas. So Michael Thomas got a touchdown today. He's been having a very um, touchdown reliant. Kind of season, if that makes sense. Um, I I think that some of this might be because it, we didn't see much of Alvin Kamara this week because he because he was ruled out. But I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on Olave. Like, do you guys think he has a big breakout like coming? If because like I don't know if he well for one does he repeat this target share, and two like you know do we see him break out soon?
1: Yeah, Stefan, this is one I would I'd really appreciate your uh, input mean- on since we saw Wilson just do so well and. In- in uh, this week, and Olave, of course, was his teammate at Ohio State. Where, right? And Chris Olave about- is amazing, a great deep, deep threat guy, and, and that's
2: kind of how I envisioned um, them utilizing him. And he had that one really deep one that just got overturned. I think uh, got ended up ended up being incomplete. Um, I'm really curious to see his A dot after uh, today's mm-hmm. game to see how they're using him because if they are using him in that role, I'm very excited about it. Ah, uh, Tampa Bay, we know, we knew, we knew this was going to be a really, really tough game. Um, as far as offensive pro- productivity from, from either side, just given the injuries coming into the game, it was it was it was an obvious underplay. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, which no one should be into betting unders. It's the most boring, terrible thing in the world. Um, yet yet it's the most profitable way to bet. Um, anyway, Kyler Marie, he did it. He did it. We're going oh to God, overtime. Kyler, Ky- Kyler Murray just just forced <laughs> overtime. I hope. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I love Olave. I think this is a really, really good sign. Um, there are th- there seem to be enough targets to go around. Um, like you said, Smith is still getting his. Uh, Landry's getting his. I think. It, I think Landry. Um, I'm sorry. I think Olave um, when utilized as I think he should be in the deep, deep, deep passing routes. Um, so yeah, like uh, I definitely going to check that a that dot information as soon as it's available. And uh, I, th- I think this is an opportunity. Um, although people who have Chris Olave probably aren't wanting to sell him, but uh, I think buying
3: high, I mean, he'd, he's going to be more expensive two weeks from now than he is now. Yeah. It's, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm worried about this entire offense, especially if Jameis is playing through some kind of injury. We've got more overtime games. I mean, who doesn't love it, but um, full disclosure, we've got overtime in Arizona, Vegas, and I've got the under on Renfro receptions, which was line was seven at four and a half and also <laughs> his receiving yards. So I'm looking at I'm looking at a horrible sweat here. Um, what was the receiving yard line? I can't. I think it was 55 or something. Okay. Um, but but I mean, uh, it's still under review, so we'll see. Uh, again, we did touch a little bit on Amon Ross St. Brown earlier, and he's Real- on my show sheet. I don't know why. Real-
2: Real quick, mm-hmm. can I can I ask a question? We talked about two Ohio State receivers. Can we talk about the goat Ohio State receiver, Noah Brown, Dallas Cowboys yes! producing again? Get the hell out of here! What, what's going on that Noah Brown is being talked about in the fantasy community?
3: I'm here for it, but it's ridiculous. Oh, oh yeah. no! So, so that's a good take, right? So, so I actually uh, on our on our main event team, I actually went ahead and and put in a bid on Noah Brown and and friend of the show Ben bang was like i don't know what noah brown does to this team and i and I, and i had to like send him back an email saying no 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 you don't think you understand he's the alpha on this team <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
2: it's so,
3: so, so 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 that's where we're at by the way um that game concluded the the Bengals uh, at Cowboys the Cowboys squeaked out a last second field goal victory uh, very impressive with uh, with Cooper Rush under center who's looking in all honesty, looking better than Dak. I, I don't know what you want me to say. Like he, he, he fucking did it. Um, I, I'm worried
2: about Joe Burrow. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. He's looked real bad two weeks in really a row. Bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I was high on Joe Burrow coming out. Uh One year wonders don't typically do it for me. Um, and and so I I was worried about him. Of course, I was also worried about Josh Allen. And every week, I feel like a complete dumbass for for doubting josh allen but i'll say it here joe burrow i think is completely overrated
1: oh that's spicy uh like last week he was bad with all the turnovers this week at least he avoided throwing an interception so
2: he was sacked a bunch i don't remember how much i had
1: this game on in the
2: background and um like on a secondary tv and uh i just was not not impressed at all
1: looks like dallas had six sacks Nine Jesus. QB
2: hits.
3: Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. Um, uh, I, I was workshopping a very spicy T. Higgins take, and I don't think I can get it off because he led uh, the Bengals in receiving. He had ten <laughs> targets, caught six of those for seventy-one yards and a score. Um, so you know that's egg on my face. I was workshopping this, this, <laughs> this very, very spicy take, and now I can't get it out. Is Tyler um, Boyd like? Is he completely droppable? I I be, bah. with Hayden Hurst, are targeting him? You got to give him a couple more weeks, but yeah, I think
2: Hayden Hurst is a quality tight end, Hassan. I'll have yes. you know. <laughs> I know but, but warmer seven, first round seven pick.
3: Targets, seven targets, though, like right, like so. That's the thing that I mean. Look, Kyle Pitts was also a first round pick, and look at him; he's producing <laughs> less than Hayden Hurst. <laughs> he's, he's producing the tight far end less life. The tight
2: end
1: life is is no fun, life, <laughs> man. Before yeah, we I, off, sorry. <laughs> I do want to saying? talk about uh, probably the biggest news, which is that a, Trey Lance is definitely out for the oh, season. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We, we 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 have to talk about that. Like, so we just got that from, from Adam Shafter. like Trey Lance is done for the season. I, I, Stefan, I want to really, because you are a college football guy and you do, and you do Scott Prospects. Like what are your thoughts on his dynasty value going forward, please? Cause <laughs> I, I'm yes. not Ike. I I had a lot of Trey Lance um, before he got
2: drafted um, first, like in the first round before they gave up all the capital to get him. Um, and so, but I never, I never thought he, so I got him cheap is what I'm trying to say. I would never have paid up the price that it required to get him just because he has got no track record. We don't know what he is. Could he be amazing? Absolutely. That is in the range of outcomes, but we haven't seen it yet. Shit. North Dakota state barely got to see it. Um, mm-hmm. That COVID year didn't help any. We don't know what kind of football player he is. I mean, we think Malik Willis has like a questionable, like uh prospect report coming out, but Trey Lance is as much more difficult to understand. At, at least he has like someone who went before him from his school. That's really panned out to be an amazing quarterback and Carson Wentz. So he has that going for him. I'm being very sarcastic. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I mean, you can't trade you can't trade Trey Lance away now. And in Dynasty, there's no fucking way I'm dropping him. So he gets to ride my IR until next year. But damn, I wish I would have sold uh, last week or um, in the off season. But I was like, oh, he's I got him cheap. He's really expensive now. I'll just see what happens. And uh,
1: that seems to be uh, a mistake. Yeah, there's Good. some there's some kind of thought that uh, even though Lance. Probably is better than Jimmy G from like a real football perspective. He uh Jimmy G helps the receivers more. So this, I think, if you took the, the think... team, I think
2: if no. you took the team win total, Jimmy G being their quarterback might be better for you, than the Terpians. Yeah, with that defense. Yeah, I mean it's like Stetson Bennett and and Georgia. Sorry to go college football here, but like Stetson Bennett on most teams isn't going to be like great or good he's he's a he's a net negative but with that defense there and the talent he has around him he can really produce and i think that's what jimmy g will be able to do now too because they've got that defense they've got a running game maybe um but they've got debo they've got a they they got maybe got got kittle (laughs) i think jimmy g is going to be fine Uh, maybe not for fantasy but
3: for like if you bet the
2: 49ers win total i think you you shouldn't sweat it too much
3: um I'm trying to think. I don't think I have any futures on the Niners, so I'm okay there. Uh, I, do have, I do have Trey Lance under season long, so under rushing yards, under receiving oh yards. I'm I, I, sorry. Under, under, I, have, I have Trey Lance under um, uh, rushing yards and under passing yards and under passing, uh, passing touchdowns and under rushing touchdowns. Will they um, cash those out now, or do you actually have yeah, to? Yeah, because you had to play the first game of the season. They're not going to cash those out now. I'm going to have to wait for them to, yeah. to call it their game the season. They'll still be good. Yeah. Nice. I just read all in. I mean, he's, I just didn't think of him as a particularly good player.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think what Stefan's saying is right. He had such a wide range of outcomes that you could see. You could you see. Won- I don't know. Not, not Mahomes, but like you could see. I, yucky, I can't see Mahomes. I couldn't see Lamar. QB1 in, the, in his range of outcomes. Say what? You could see fantasy QB1 overall. No, you couldn't.
3: Oh, of course you he's could. not that fast. He's no. pretty fast. He's pretty damn fast. 4.7. But I mean, like the guys who we think about as typically fast are like much faster than him. Um, yeah, but I if mean, he's I, got an arm, then that's okay. What arm? Like, he barely threw the football. I think I think Zach Wilson had more passing attempts in his sophomore year than Trey Lance had his an entire collegiate career.
4: Yeah,
1: I don't dispute that. I think yeah. that's that's Stefan's point, is that we just yeah. we just don't know. He could be he could be terrible. And yeah. Maybe he is, but he could also be great. Yeah, I
3: mean, I mean, this is so. You, whoever owns Lance, you're not going to be able to buy him cheap, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like it's it's not going to happen because because people still believe.
2: Um, I'll, I'll say, in in there's a couple squads that you know that will probably be very bad in some of my dynasty leagues. I do a lot of DF uh, Debbie leagues and and C to C leagues. We have a full college team and a full NFL roster. Super fun. Highly recommend playing in those leagues. It's ridiculous um but i'll and some of those nfl squads that are are not going to be performing well i'll I'll throw out some trades for for trey lance and see what happens uh yeah
3: it's i mean especially if you're in a rebuilding dynasty's roster yeah you gotta just embrace that fucking volatility unfortunately and Um, and do it do it
2: now before week six when you're like three and three or two and four or whatever like do it now do it early make the move now tank it's not going to be fun but if you wait too long it's too late
1: yeah. How do you think this changes the value of the pass catchers in F- San Francisco? Does it make it harder to acquire Debo or Ayuk or easier? Harder, man. Harder. Everyone's
3: going to be like absolutely anchored to what happened last year now. Um, mm. By the way, Kittle is uh, another really dusty tight end, huh? <laughs> well. Don't say dusty tight end it. <laughs> if you can't get on what's the rating on this what's
0: the
2: rating on this show i'm not sure what i'm allowed to say and not uh (laughs) with dusty tight ends
3: gets the that's like no it's it's, (laughs) we're still pg so for all the all the parents driving their kids to school i do apologize um uh okay so like just just moving away from the niners because we have an idea of who they might be um Let's go to the other – on the other side here with the Seahawks because mm. uh, Kenneth Walker got some run, and he looked pretty bad. Uh, Four guys for 10 yards. Rashad Penny didn't look much better. Six guys for 15 yards. And, and Travis Homer, well, he got all the receiving work. Um, Kenneth Walker also got some receiving work, but, like, Homer looked like the better receiving back. So, one – why do you guys think that this team has gone away from Penny as a receiving back when that was clearly his his like bread and butter last year? And two, like, what is our interest level here in Travis Homer?
2: Oh, zero and zero interest in Travis Homer for right. me. Um, so I used to live in Seattle. I was a Seahawks fan. I moved to Denver recently. Now, now that uh, Russ is here, I'm just a Denver Broncos like. If you can't hear me, it's because of all the boos that are still echoing around Denver after the performance today. Um, people were, yeah, it was pretty crazy, but no, I, I, I love, I used to love the Seahawks. And there's one thing I, I don't trust Pete Carroll for anything. Um, I don't like, I don't think he's a very smart coach when it comes to offensive football. Um, I don't think he knows how to utilize his players. And maybe part of that is a Russell Wilson problem because he seems to be uh, train, like bringing that right over here to Denver. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not very interested. I have a few shares of Ken Walker just because so many people were like, Ken Walker is going to be awesome. And I just didn't want to be wrong. And it sounded fun to yeah. have a, but I, I really, I had Rashad Penny and Kenny Ken Walker ranked super low. Ken Walker is another guy that, um, you know, balled out for Michigan state last year, but before that had never really done much either. So it was another one of those like one year, amazing production. Um, but what are we actually going to get? He never had much of a receiving profile but people wanted to believe that he could still catch the ball and maybe he can, but he was never utilized like that at Michigan state um, or even previously in his career. So, um, so this is just, this backfield is just like a clear avoid for me um, for this year and and for dynasty. I'm not sure what I want to buy into. Um, Yes. Ken Walker has nice draft capital, but Rashad Penny was a first round pick who got to see the bench uh, behind a seventh round pick and Chris Carson. So um, I'm not really interested in anything uh, out in Seattle.
1: You can see if this team is gonna be really bad that they might end up utilizing running backs. I mean, you well, know, I don't know what I'm saying. Pete Carroll's not gonna do that. Never mind.
2: Yeah, because cause they have talent and there's things they, they could do and should do. But again, yeah. DK Metcalf four receptions for 35 yards. Like he had a huge one called back from a holding call or something like that. But like one week it's Lockett, and the next week it's DK, and even then, like it's pretty low ceiling the running backs i don't see a whole I, I just don't see much in seattle to get excited about from a fantasy perspective
1: yeah if i thought homer was going to end up being like i don't know like a jd mckissick kind of guy where you could sometimes get these double, double digit target games and he could he could have a few weeks where he's producing just on pure volume then he'd be a lot more interesting but it's really hard to see that in seattle
3: um the overtime game is still going on. Marquise Brown has like instead of using sticky stick him on his like hand gloves, he must be using butter or something. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I think so. He he um, looks he looks
3: terrified to
2: get hit, is what it is. <laughs> He's like, just don't hit me. I want to catch the yeah. ball in space, not not with anyone near me. what do you all think about the running back situation in San Francisco? Uh, with the injuries uh, there. We saw kind of a split between TDP and Jay Wilson.
3: Yeah, so Seeing TDP get thirteen attempts, uh, thirteen opportunities, uh, pretty good. Um, not that good. what's not that good to me is not seeing him used much in the receiving game. Jeff Wilson was efficient, so he will continue to be the guy for now. But like we've seen, Jeff Wilson, right? So I think that I think TDP could, should hopefully get a little bit of run here. Yeah,
1: yeah, he yeah. I mean, he didn't look great, obviously, but I I would expect that he'll still get he'll still get put in. I mean, we know San Francisco loves. Jeff Wilson, so he'll he'll continue to be used at the goal line and all over the field.
2: And Denver, they play Denver next week. And Denver's rush defense—I uh, don't think they've given up much as far oh. as scoring goes, but they've been giving up some yards. Um, Rashad Penny looked good last week. Um, yeah. What's his name? Florida running back. Why can't I think of his name? Yeah. Um, I don't know what he went to school. Uh, Pierce. Um, he looks okay Denver. today too. He got he got a lot of work. Um, yeah, so there was no rush. He had a couple of receptions. That was about it. I'm. I'll be curious to see. Oh no, Hunter Renfro is doing something. I will That's be it. curious. That to was see. That, that. ends
3: both of my bets. So, uh, well, maybe not the receiving yards, but it ends the the catches bet. Um, uh, but what, what uh, Josh Mckatee makes a really good point here. Uh, TDP was used late in the game as they wanted to close it out, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to Jeff Wilson, who actually played when the game mattered. Yeah. So
1: yeah. makes sense. You know, Jeff Wilson is secretly. Shanahan's favorite running back in the league. Uh, it's Not so always expensive. the one. It's
3: always the one who's going undrafted or in the twentieth round, right? Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this Tyler Lockett usage because eleven targets, nine catches, one hundred and seven yards. What on earth is this? I mean, he was barely involved and, last week, right? Yeah. Well, he was heavily targeted though. He just wasn't efficient.
1: Did he get some targets last week. He had four targets last week. Uh, it was DK who led the led the team right last week. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to see both of these guys having good games in the same in the same week with the way this offense is is looking. I I have this year. I drafted zero DK.
2: I got some Tyler Lockett because he was so cheap late, but I was not interested in DK Metcalf at all. And again, I could be wrong, but um, it's the type of football that they're going to want to play.
3: I don't see. I don't. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I commend you. I just became a coward later on in the draft season. I was like, "What if he is the guy you need?" That was <laughs> that. Uh, you, you can you can play that game with everyone, though. Um, are we gonna are we gonna see another tie? Just real quick, are we gonna see back to back with ties? Right now, I think Cliff Kingsbury is like ordering like in and out, but like he's like, "Here's oh, the thing, I, I want it in animal style." He's like, "Animal style," and they're like, "Sir, you've got no animal in you, absolutely no dog." <laughs> but here's the thing. We've all seen how beautiful his house is,
2: and like the market is kind of dipping a little bit. Should we kind of get on top of things? Start getting some. Have our people talk to his people by the house before. Right, he's going to get fired at the end of the week. I'm sure. We
3: should. We should just be allowed to move into his house. (laughs) Imminent domain. Absolutely (laughs) nothing else. And there goes my, there goes my Renfro receiving yards as well. So that was oh fumble, he fumbled. He fumbled. Yeah, but he's I guess those those yards. The yards still Um, count. Sorry. What, what I will say is uh, I, I wanted to switch the gears over to the Broncos game, if only because Judy also left very early yeah. with an injury. Um, so, uh, but really a little bit more than just about Judy, Russ looked bad, like getting booed by the home crowd, bad. Against the Texans, bad. Uh, Sutton went off. He had like seven, seven catches for 122 yards on 11 targets. Um, just wanted to get you guys' take. Like, is what's his name Dust?
1: Russ Wilson?
3: Yeah. I I in my mind he's dust. So I just I'm just I'm clearing out anything that I might have remembered about him, including his name.
1: Seems like he does (laughs) this almost every year, right? Starts off the season and you think he's the worst quarterback and then he'll come on late. Maybe not.
2: It's I don't I don't know what to tell you because I thought the problem was the Seahawks OC's. I thought the I mean it was typical C- Seahawks fandom. Blame everyone except Russell Wilson. Now he's <laughs> in Denver and it's all the same fucking problems and I feel bad for Broncos fans because now you get to know what it's like to be a Seahawks fan and it is miserable. It is miserable. So welcome. It's it's going to be a ride. Yeah. No, I'm not sure if Russell Wilson is toast. He doesn't like to run anymore. That's a huge problem and I mean, he. Uh, it didn't. It didn't help that they had a bunch of drops today. But even with that, the, the offense looks so inefficient. Hackett is does not look like he's ready to be yeah. a head coach. He doesn't know how to do time management. He doesn't know how to use timeouts. He has no. They, 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 they had use four
3: delay of games already this season. Yeah. They they uh I believe they use their their last timeout in with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Atrocious. <laughs> they use a timeout. It, is it is it is it atrocious or is it just funny? Because I think it's funny.
2: <laughs> I live in Denver. I, I want them to be good so that life is interesting. Um yeah, it's sad. <laughs> funny and sad. I do just think like, I do think Courtland still letting Sutton... Hunter
3: Renfro go. I think oh, Courtland There it Sutton... goes uh, Hunter Renfro fumbled the football and I was like the oh. Cardinals are gonna win the game.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> you will love to see it. I feel yeah. like he may have thrown that a second too soon at the back of the end zone. We might have like a safety or something or a touchback. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, we're not going to get to buy his house this week. So we'll have to wait another week.
3: Bummer. Um, I, 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 don't, I think he's just celebrating because, because he's getting in and out. Like there's, there's nothing else.
1: Oh my God, such pain, pain for me here. Um, anyway. Uh, Anything else but, we want to we wanna touch on before signing off here?
3: uh Javante Williams very good he 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 if he if he actually starts catching you know converting a lot of those like targets that he's getting especially if Judy is going to miss some time man just watch out he could be the RB1 this year
1: yeah for sure I I did
3: Uh, want to mention we
2: were talking about um tight ends uh I mean not tight ends rookies a little bit um I wanted to mention that um uh, George Pickens, who was like the the darling of preseason, he only had three targets today, uh, so he 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 wasn't super involved, um, unfortunately. And then w- I'm not sure if you all talked about it already, but um, I'm super concerned about um, what to do with... Oh, shit, who was I going to talk about? Um, oh, wonderful,
1: wonderful. Ah, never mind. Wonderful. I forgot. Looking I- that up. I'll <laughs> ask about another rookie who's been a surprise to me, Jahan Dotson. No, that's t- who it was.
2: Yep. Yeah. And five more targets. And, yeah. uh, I think he, I think he's just making unbelievable catches and yeah. there's, I mean, you've, you've got, of course, uh, Terry McLaurin there, another man, we got a lot of Ohio state guys. Um, <laughs> but to me Jahan Dotson just gives them something a little bit different and Carson Wentz is looking for him and he's proving to be, uh, reliable. Um, he was another guy at Penn state who was absolutely fin- fantastic and kind of, Demanded targets there, um, and was able to produce even with really mediocre quarterback play and like Sean Clifford and company. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Not that Carson Wentz is like a god uh, or anything like that, but if he continues to feed him, um, that could be something that's that's really exciting to uh, to look into. Um, Jalen Warren, I think you know he still got some work, even though Najee was was okay. So I do think like, I'm not much into handcuffing, um, but if you are looking to handcuff, that's definitely. Uh, the way to go um, in that backfield because he uh, he's going to get a little bit of work regardless. I am interested to see what Tennessee does um, with their rookie wide receivers. Um, Kyle Phillips kind of led the way last year. I mean, last week, but of course, Traylon Burks is who we would expect to see. But if Kyle Phillips has another game where he's dominating targets, um, you're going to want to buy in before it's too late. Yeah. That's, or or if you have a, an empty roster spot with
3: people coming <laughs> up to play, pick him up now before um, before next week. So, so I'm gonna like the thing that I'm most interested in. Given given Wentz's really really weak work, the guy who I'm excited to see is he was inactive this week. Hopefully, he's active next week. Sam Howell. I think you got to stash him on your Superflex gods. Yeah. I think he's coming, man. Like this is like like Washington should have had the like their doors completely blown off. I think I think that that is gonna happen. I'm very excited to see Traylon Burks uh, next week. I am. Um, I mean, I mean this week. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with the Justin, Justin Jefferson versus A.J. Brown. Like, this is like alpha on alpha type shit. Like you're like you're, like you're going to see, like, that's, those are pretty fun matchups. But I'm definitely thinking Sam Howell is that guy that you got to start stashing away ASAP. Um, and I think if the, the Titans get humiliated bad enough, uh, you're going to want to also consider stashing Malik Willis soon. Cause that is very real. Malik Willis could be
2: fun. I yeah. I hate Liberty, but uh, <laughs> he, he's a, he's another one of those weird prospects. Not quite as weird as Trey Lance, but just playing for such a small uh, school. Be interesting to see what what he can do if and when he gets the chance. But I'm with you. I hope it's sooner than later. Um, uh, Travis, my co-host on the College to Canton podcast, he he thinks it's Tannehill um forever uh this year he, he's in tennessee so he he thinks that they're brought into Tannehill, and it's going to be at least uh next year but the sam howell take is one that i really like he was awesome at unc putting up absolutely insane numbers um drake may uh at unc now is kind of doing the same thing i love drake may i have to give a little shout out to him if you are um in any Devi or uh college fantasy football leagues uh drake may is the is the truth so he'll be he's only a sophomore so it'll be a while before we get to talk about him in the NFL
1: but he'll be a first round pick all right on that note i think uh i can call it a day before we sign off so fun i know you're you're writing the college football dfs post you've got the podcast you mentioned where can people yeah kind of so
2: i um do uh college to canton with Travis uh where we talk about um both college and NFL we do a lot of fantasy centric stuff but we look a lot about like the transition from college to NFL. So you get people ready for all their, um, drafts that involve rookies. And then, uh, Matt Wispay and I do, um, a fantasy football podcast for RotoViz. I mean, the college fantasy football podcast where we do a lot of DFS talk and just picks against the spread and totals and yep. stuff like that. So uh, if you are, if you're into betting, um, it's a fun podcast to listen to because we're pretty ridiculous and have a lot of fun with that one.
1: Yeah, definitely check those out. Check out, uh, Stefan's article. And, uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel, rate and review our podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll talk at you next time. Bye.